This is the Old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendorvis, the Old Trailblazer. Happy to be back with you folks at this time. It's always good for me to be able to come in your home, into your automobile, there wherever you are. Maybe you camp down on the river, or you may be in the high-rise there in New Orleans or some great city. Wherever you are, I'm glad you're listening. And uh, all of these messages are available on CDs. If you would like to have a copy of some of them, you write me, call me. Give me the date, and we can send it to you by the date. We put five 15-minute messages on one CD, and we, can, we keep them dated. And if you have a particular message you'd like to hear or the whole set, we quote your price on the whole set. But we're looking at the total depravity of the human heart, and we saw there in our last study a little bit, we saw there in Isaiah where the whole head is sick, the whole heart is faint. And I know, old trailblazer, quick to admit that we don't hear this kind of preaching on our average uh, radio show or TV ministry, we don't hear that. Or hardly ever now, uh, even at a funeral. I, I attend funerals and I conduct funerals, and I always take that opportunity to preach the gospel. I use this particular statement, and I'll say it often, that God's man is commissioned to do three things at least. One is to marry the young and bury the dead and preach the gospel. And my main thrust is to preach the gospel. That's what I do at a funeral. But I go to other funerals, and I don't hear that. And it's a time of sorrow. We know that. I'm not making fun or anything of that. But but it's not a time of uh, neglecting to preach the gospel. It's the greatest opportunity. I tell folks, I never see y'all again. I never have this same congregation together again. So it's the only opportunity I get to preach the gospel. And we do that. And I have folks tell me how much they appreciate me being true to their soul. But we saw that man from the sole of his foot, even to the head, there's no soundness there but runes and bruises and putrefying sores. Now, you see here, this is what God says about the natural man. This is not the old trailblazer. Listen, God says that man is completely depraved. Therefore, nothing but corruption and sin can come forth from a depraved heart. And I know, and I first admit, I readily admit that you're not going to hear this. And uh, we've gotten away from the old truths, the old Bible truths of God's Word. The old Puritans that settled this country preached the gospel. And that's why I tell you, we have a treasure here in the bookstore. We have the old Puritan preachers, the old Puritan writers, the, the Max Shanes and Spurgeons and John Gill and, and A.W. Pink and uh, just, just uh, uh, lots of those folks. And they preached the gospel. They never, they never bit their tongue to ask if you were saved. They never do that. That's the reason I do it, because I believe God wants me to do it. I believe the Lord wants me to do it. But listen, listen, man in his natural state goes about thinking that he's all right. Or somehow or another, he can work out all of his problems. I've had folks tell me, well, I've done the best I can, best I could for all my life. I've lived a long life. I've never killed anybody, never murdered anybody, or never raped anybody, never stole and uh, don't you think that's good enough? I'll just get by on. No, that's not good enough because, man, by nature, you're born as a sinner. You can't wipe away those things by being a good good character. No, but listen, listen. In First uh, John 5, we find, and we know that we are of God, and the whole world lieth in wickedness, literally lieth in the lap of the evil one. That being true, every individual out of Christ is asleep in the lap of Satan, and is deceived, blinded to his true condition. Now, Jeremiah 17, 9, that's a very familiar verse with many of you. The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. 
Who can know it? You you can't know it apart from the Holy Spirit revealing it to you. We 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 assume, and a lot of our pastors and preachers uh, assume that everybody's doing good, doing fine, and uh, everybody's getting along fine. The bills are all paid, and don't beat my wife, and and uh, attend church regularly. Well, that must be all right. That must be fine. He, probably back there somewhere early on, he accepted Jesus. But my friend, what about today? I've had folks tell me they've been saved 50 years, but what about today? Are you saved today? Is Christ real to your heart today? After 50 years, are you still, or has it just been a life of hit and miss and and, uh, doing what you wanted to do? No, my friend. Listen, listen. If we lie in the lap of Satan, uh, every individual out of Christ is asleep. But listen, Jeremiah 17, 9 The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? Because man's nature is corrupt, and he doesn't know it. Man has no righteousness. He doesn't know it. He doesn't know it all. Therefore, he's resting on a false peace. On a false peace. Let me just drive that home to your heart. Are you on solid ground? What is your hope? Can I just pause here for a moment, take time out, and ask you what is your your hope? Or better yet, who is your hope? And I, I've talked to folks all over the country, and, and I, I've heard some of the most wildest things that you'll ever hear of what people are depending on uh, for their way of salvation. Well, I was a good child. I never gave my mom and dad any trouble. I've never been in any kind of trouble, and uh, I, I've been going to church all my life. Isn't that salvation? No, that's not salvation. So what is salvation. It's seeing yourself as a sinner. Seeing there's a need there, seeing you must have someone to take your place. You must have a substitute, someone who paid your sin debt. Do you know the sinner, you and I, by nature, we owe a sin debt. We have sinned. We inherited our sin nature from our father, Adam, back there. And now we must have someone to pay that sin debt. And that's what Christ did on the cross he paid out, he paid our sin debt. He came, his blood was shed as a covering for our sin. That's what the blood does. It covers our sin, just like there in the Egypt when God's children were being rescued from Egypt. Moses was told to, to have the people catch up a lamb and keep it up in so many days and then kill it on a certain day, sprinkle the blood on the doorpost and up on the top of the door. And uh, that night, go in the house, stay in the house, and eat the meat with no uh, spices, no herbs, and no salt and pepper, and uh, just wait. And the death angel was coming by. That land, that land, the death angel is coming by. In every home where there was no blood, the firstborn, this was the last of the plagues. Pharaoh had resisted the plagues of the lice and the fleas and the ticks and the blood and all of those things. And uh, now this was the last time the Lord had run out of patience with them. And he said, uh, this night, the death angel will pass through the land of Egypt and take the life of every firstborn of every camel, goat, chicken, whatever they had, man, firstborn. And my friend, that night, those people, the the Hebrew children were under the blood safe behind the blood. My friend, it was their covering. 
Can't you believe that, my friend, that the Lord requires that you must be born again, that you must be washed, that you must be hidden, that you must have a substitute? Somebody has to pay for our sin debt. Sinner, don't, do you know dad there, mother? Did you know you, you may be the most lovely individual that ever lived, have a high regard in your church? Have you ever been washed in the blood? Can you claim a substitute for your sin? Oh, my, my dear lady friend, my dear man friend, my pastor, my, my piano player, my song leader, my youth leader. Do you have a substitute for your sin? Do you have a scapegoat? Can you claim Christ as you're, you're living the propitiation or the covering for your sin? Salvation is by blood and by power. The old trailblazer is at a loss to, to, to even come here and to tell you, my friend, that you must be born again. I don't have the vocabulary. I don't have the words to, to say how gracious our Lord is to have come here to this earth as a baby born in a manger, born of a virgin, and grew up and went to the cross willingly to pay for your sin debt. And you won't have it. You won't have it. You foo-foo. You foo-foo God's word. You, you say, oh, that's all just foolishness. I, I, I'll, I'll take my chances. That's right. I visited folks in the hospital before, and they say, before I could even say anything, they say, I'm all right, Pastor. I'm, I made peace with God. I made peace with God. Is that all you got, my friend? Oh, my friend, you say deathbed repentance? Surely I believe in deathbed repentance, but you may not ever get to deathbed repentance. You may not be on a bed when you come to die. You may be in a violent or automobile accident or airplane crash. My friend, don't bank on deathbed repentance. Don't, don't do that, my friend. You have time now. The Lord has given you time. The Lord has caused you to hear the gospel here on this little old broadcast, if nowhere else, calling on you to repent. And to trust the Lord. You say, what is repentance? Taking the blame. Have you ever taken the blame for your sin? Have you ever seen yourself as a sinner outside of Christ? Just a, just an outcast, just a, a rebellious hell devil that won't have the truth. And you have a heart as hard as a stone. Have you ever seen that, my friend? And taken your place and said, Lord, I, I know. Lord, I know. You, you've shown me that I, I have no righteousness. Lord, would you save me? Have you ever prayed that prayer? I ask my folks here, have you ever just asked the Lord to save you? Or have you ever gone in the bathroom and looked in the mirror and say, am I saved? Am I saved? Ask yourself, am I saved? Did you know you'll get an answer back? You old 18-wheeler trucker driver out there. I've often told you when you stop up there at the break room to get some fuel and you step down on that uh, running board and look in that big old mirror there on the side of your truck and say, am I saved? If I don't get home tonight to my wife and children, am I saved? Will I meet them in heaven? Oh, my friend, let's be realistic. Let's be real. Let's, let's, don't, be, let's don't just smooth over. Let's don't put the soft soap. Let's don't smooth over with a silk handkerchief. No, man is sinful. And he's going to meet the Lord one day in judgment or in grace or in mercy. Which will it be? Will you be there when the Lord says, depart from me, I never knew you? Oh, the old trailblazer's heart is going out to you this morning. Just my heart's big as a pumpkin. I wish I could take you in my arms and bring you to the Lord, but I can't do that. But the Lord has given me this little broadcast to call on you to turn to the Lord. Ask the Lord to reveal to you that your heart is depraved. Pride, my friend. Don't live your life out in pride. Well, I'm not as sinful as that old Joe down the road there. 
he, he beats his wife and drinks and no, no, but every man is just alike outside of Christ. You won't have no room to complain, no room to criticize old Joe, my friend. But listen, no trailblazer running out of time, and I asked you to help me with the broadcast a little if you can. My phone number here is air code 225-664-8658. And then remember the old trailblazer's address, the old trailblazer, post office box, 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. Be back tomorrow with another message on the total depravity of the human heart. We're going to keep going right on down the line. we got another three or four weeks on this study. And uh, I hope you're listening. Ask somebody on the back fence, across the fence to tune in. Would you do that? Goodbye and God bless you. If you missed part of today's broadcast or would like a recording, the Old Trailblazer broadcast is now available for download to your phone, to your iPad or computer via podcast. Find out more about our podcast by visiting our website at radiomissions.org. That's radiomissions.org.